So we've got the sixth advantage over the alchemist. The sixth advantage of the Baal Bitachon over the alchemist is that even though the alchemist has potential access to unlimited wealth from changing tin to gold, he's still not secure against illness and disease. He's also not certain that accidents won't happen to him, all of which will spoil his happiness and his wealth. Should it happen that he falls down and breaks his back or gets a palsy or another debilitating sickness, that that will be a pity on him, despite his wealth, meaning like money's not going to save him from that. Money's not the solution to everything, right? He can have a tremendous amount of other problems that he could have all the money in the world. It's not going to make a difference. His illnesses will not permit him to enjoy all the wealth that's available to him, and he won't have pleasure in the stores of gold and silver that he's acquired and piled up someplace. But the one who trusts in Hashem is secure against diseases and illnesses. Despite all this, it sometimes does happen that a man who trusts in Hashem suffers some kind of accident or illness. But when this occurs, it's for his own benefit in the form of some, some kind of kapara or atonement. That itself is a big benefit, he says. Uh, let's say you owe somebody $10,000. And he says, you know what? You owe me 10000 bucks, but I'll forget the whole thing. I'll forget the whole $10,000 if you let me smack you in the face. right? One slap and, and you're done. So you'd be like, amazing, give me the slap. Oh, that slap is a privilege, right? If, 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 if there's that story, of, like if you had a, a, a story that goes where if an angel came to you, right, in your dream and said to you, tomorrow, here's the list of things that are going to happen to you. You're going to wake up, you're going to stub your toe. You know, after that, you're going to get in your car and you're gonna, somebody's going to ding you in the back of the car when you're driving out. You're going to get to work and your boss is going to tell you that he's, you know, cutting your salary by 20%, whatever it is. And uh, all these bad things are going to happen to you. And I just want you to know, Hashem is watching. And based on your reaction tomorrow, that's your entire Olam Haba. Okay? So what are you going to do? You wake up in the morning and you're like, wow, that was a weird dream. And you stub your toe. You're going to be like, amazing! <laughs> that was, right? Like a totally different perspective. Somebody dings your car, you're going to be like, oh, okay, how can I help you? Are you okay? You're going to be like the most chesed-filled, positive-oriented person in the world because you know it's worth it, right? So we know it's worth it. We have, we have that, that, that message from the angel, right? It's in the form of the letter of the Torah. We know why we're here. We know what this is all about. So this example, somebody offers you $10,000, you have a debt of $10,000 and somebody's going to relieve that debt. If you just let them slap you in the face once, you'd be like, great, bring it on. So Hashem grants a kapara to a tzaddik, a mishap whereby he atones for his sin. He doesn't have to, to have that hanging over him in the next world. It's not a contradiction to bitachon, to the bitachon of that tzaddik. On the contrary, it's a normal development for those who trust in Hashem. Alternatively, the mishap may be in the form of an exchange. Uh, says the Mechaber. This this is because sometimes a person must have certain experiences in life to mellow him. People who suffer in life are more humble people. When Hashem causes a tzaddik to have a misfortune in order to improve his character, it should be considered a very great benefit, even if it's not because of a sin. If a man's able to straighten out some quirk in his nature by experiencing some mishap, he should be grateful to Hashem as if he went through an operation from which he, for which he paid a large sum of money. Right? Therefore, in general, the Baal Bitaqan can trust in Hashem to keep him well and protect him against accidents. If something did happen, he knows it's for his benefit. What's, what's that? Like, if you go, to, go into surgery, imagine a person could go into spiritual surgery, so to speak, 
to uproot anger from himself, right? So maybe whatever is happening to a person could mellow him out so he wouldn't be as angry. There's a lot of bad things that happen to a person. It doesn't say such nice things about a person who's, who's easy to anger. So if a person goes through something that causes them to be less easy to anger, for the rest of their life, they, in perpetual benefit, they get the reward for that thing. So there's a lot of different reasons a bad thing can happen, he's saying. As it's written in Yeshaya, even strong youths may become weary and worn out, and young men can stumble from weakness. We often find that young people are overcome, overcome by certain sicknesses. Sometimes they stumble and need crutches or walkers. They're broken people, even though they're young. Meaning even youth isn't going isn't to help. And then it says in the next verse, but those who hope to Hashem gain new and increased strength. And it says, for the strong arms of the evil ones will be broken, but Hashem supports tzaddikim. Before we leave the subject, says Rabbi Victor Miller, it's important to know that the Yitzhahara, the evil inclination, is always lurking in ambush and asking questions like, what about that tzaddik? Don't you see him suffering? What about that tzaddik? For that righteous person, didn't he die young? We have to be aware of these challenges and be ready to respond. Perhaps the person involved was lacking the quality of bitachon, his quality of, of, of believing in Hashem, or trusting in Hashem, I should say, not believing. He may have only looked like a tzaddik on the outside, but he wasn't working on his bitachon on the inside. Bitachon is something that you have to gain by labor, not by just saying, I'm, I'm a bal bitachon. You have to become a Bal Bitachon, and possibly the person that we're looking at maybe never was. Also, it could be that what happened to him was a very great benefit, as he said earlier. We just don't understand everything we see. Only when we come to the next world will all those mysteries be solved, right? So we have to fight back against the Yitzhahara, the evil inclination is constantly challenging us and saying, saying, who said Bitachon so good? Is it insurance that nothing's going to happen to you? Are you going to be safe all your life just because you have Bitachon? The answer is yes. We should never weaken in our conviction that whatever Hashem does for those who trust in Him is always for their benefit. And now we'll return to the comparison between the Babi Tachon and the alchemist who can make precious metals out of base metals. And next week and tomorrow, we'll do uh, the seventh one.